I've been a music fan my whole life, going to shows, collecting vinyl, and obsessing over the most obscure underground bands I could possibly find. The fact that I have absolutely no musical talent myself is irrelevant, because when the sweet sound of something moving, raw, or beautiful crosses my ears, I'm in heaven. My parents were happy about my artistic interests at first, especially when they were able to share their love of classic records with me, their loving daughter. But once I became old enough to date, I think they started to get sick of the constant stream of punk rock boyfriends that came moshing in and out of my life. They could eventually get past the tattoos and piercings, but their disdain for the noisy nature of those boys never seemed to go away. Personally, I loved it. As my tastes evolved, I started to crave more and more danger in my boyfriends and music, to the point that soon hardcore and metal was all I ever really wanted to listen to. I particularly dug the subgenre of horror punk, which was basically just punk bands dressing up like zombies or ghosts and pouring fake blood all over the stage. Regardless, I dug it. It's no surprise that, while strolling the main drag of my small hometown in Northern California, the Banshee's flyer caught my eye. Unlike the rest of the show posters stapled to this particular telephone pole, this one is nailed. It's old and ragged. The Banshees, live at the Red Road Tavern, tomorrow night, 10, it says in strange handwritten letters. The poster is unusual for a lot of reasons. First of all, without a specific date listed, it must have been hung sometime today. And who would have done that? Are they going to come and take it down tomorrow? Secondly, there's no pricing or ticketing information. But lastly, and most important, is the fact that the Red Road Tavern has been burned down for years. I tear down the flyer and take it with me as I continue on my way towards my favorite coffee shop, where my friend Noah is waiting. Hey, buddy, I nod at him as I enter the warm coffee house, my nostrils suddenly overwhelmed by the sweet tingle of roasting beans. Cammy, Noah says with a smile, I already got you something. He holds up a cup of black coffee, just the way I like it. I sit down at the table across from him and take the cup in my hands. You look beautiful as always, he tells me. Noah has had a crush on me for as long as I can remember, but unfortunately for the poor guy, I'm just not into him. Never was, never will be, but that doesn't stop him from trying. I suppose it's still flattering to know that he so desperately wants to fuck me, and I can't really hold it against him because I'm a great-looking girl and totally his type. Thank you, Noah, I say. I reach into my bag and pull out the bizarre flyer, then lay it flat on the table in front of him. Have you seen this? I ask. He quickly scans the words and then laughs out loud. This is a joke, right? That place doesn't even exist anymore. Did they reopen? I wonder aloud. You mean, like, renovate since the fire? I don't think so, says Noah, his brow furrowing in confusion. After a brief moment, he finally adds, I mean, I guess they might have. The place is way out of town, I tell him. It's not like I ever drive by it, so maybe they've been doing some work and reopened. Or it's just a serial killer waiting for you in the burned-down ruins, replies Noah before taking a long sip of coffee. I burst out laughing. Could be. I take the flyer back from him and put it in my bag. So we're going, right? Seriously? He asks. Don't you like adventure? It's probably just a prank, he tells me. You don't like pranks? Noah sighs and shakes his head. All right, Cammy, fine.